0: Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Numbers. Now, last time we read Numbers, chapter 27. You remember that was about the law of inheritance and that Joshua was going to succeed Moses. Here in chapter 28, this is Numbers chapter 28, we're gonna talk about the laws of offerings. And I am reading in the Amplified Bible. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the Israelites and say to them, You shall be careful to present at its appointed time during the year my offering, my food for my offerings by fire, as a sweet and soothing aroma to me. You shall say to the people, This is the offering by fire which you shall present to the Lord every day. Two male lambs, one year old, without blemish, as a continual burnt offering— You shall offer one lamb in the morning, and you shall offer the other lamb at twilight. Also a tenth of an ephah, of finely milled flour as a grain offering, mixed with a fourth of a hen of pressed oil. It is a continual burnt offering which was ordained on Mount Sinai as a sweet and soothing aroma, an offering by fire to the Lord. Its drink offering shall be a fourth of a hen for each lamb. In the holy place you shall pour out a strong drink offering to the Lord. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight as the grain offering of the morning and as its drink offering you shall offer it an offering by fire, a sweet and soothing aroma to the Lord. Okay, so this reads like when they offer each lamb, they're going to also have a grain offering and a drink offering. So I just wanted to, I kind of wanted to look at that and try to understand that a bit better. Uh, But yes, with each lamb, they're going to also have a grain offering and a drink offering. So if that sounds a little strange, it's just the way they've worded it and constructed these sentences is a little different than how we would normally say it. Then on the Sabbath day, two male lambs, one year old, without blemish, and two tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering and its drink offering. This is the burnt offering of every Sabbath, in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. Then at the beginning of each of your months, you shall present a burnt offering to the Lord. Two bulls, one ram, seven male lambs, one year old without blemish, and three tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, for each bull and two tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, for the one ram. And a tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, for each lamb, as a burnt offering of a sweet and soothing aroma, an offering by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be half a hen of wine for a bull, and a third of a hen for a ram, and a fourth of a hen for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of each month, throughout the months of the year. And one male goat as a sin offering to the Lord, it shall be offered with its drink offering in addition to the continual burnt offering. The Lord's Passover shall be on the fourteenth day of the first month of each year, There shall be a feast on the fifteenth day of this month. Unleavened bread shall be eaten for seven days. On the first day there shall be a holy summoned assembly. You shall do no laborious work on that day. But you shall present an offering by fire, a burnt offering to the Lord. Two bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs, one year old, without blemish. For their grain offering, you shall offer fine flour mixed with oil, three-tenths of an ephah for the bull, and two-tenths for the ram. You shall offer a tenth of an ephah for each of the seven male lambs, and one male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. You shall present these in addition to the burnt offering of the morning, which is for a continual burnt offering. In this way you shall present daily for seven days the food of the offering by fire, a sweet and soothing aroma to the Lord. It shall be presented with its drink offering in addition to the continual burnt offering. On the seventh day you shall have a holy summoned assembly. You shall do no laborious work. Also, on the day of the first fruits, when you offer a new grain offering to the Lord at your feast of weeks, you shall have a holy summoned assembly. You shall do no laborious work. You shall present the burnt offering as a sweet and soothing aroma to the Lord. Two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs, one year old, and their grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil three-tenths of an ephah for each bull, two-tenths for one ram, a tenth for each of the seven male lambs, and one male goat to make a for you. In addition to the continual burnt offering and its grain offering, you shall present them with their drink offerings. They shall be without blemish. So these are the offerings. Notice that there's the continual daily offerings, and then there's these other offerings that are added to that for these special times and for these these reasons. And notice the goat that is given as an atonement. And notice that these animals are without blemish. All this is hearkening. You know, it's just, it's just hearkening to the Lord's sacrifice that He's going to make for us. He's going to be that perfect spotless offering. He's going to offer Himself out of love for us so that His blood will wash away our sins and take our sins away. The blood of these animals could not wash away their sins. It would just cover their sins for a time. And so they had to continually do this. Jesus' perfect blood washes our sins away for all time. Every time we go to the Lord in prayer and pray in a spiritual way, we are washed again in His blood and our sins are washed away. So it's not that we don't experience that where we sin and we need forgiveness and so we get atonement. We do experience that over and over just like they did. But Jesus is. He is our goat for our atonement. And that's not to be mean. I don't mean that in a any way, insulting way. He is that perfect sacrifice. He's actually that perfect lamb, right? The lamb of God. But here you'll notice they had one male goat to make atonement for you. So that's why I was saying he is. And today's acronym for goat is greatest of all time, right? If you're a sports person, you know this. Greatest of all time. They're the goat. So. Jesus is our goat in that sense. He is the greatest of all time and there will never be any greater. So just putting that out there for you. Something just you can maybe relate to a little bit in, uh in today's world. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, all these offerings, they just hearken toward the sacrifice that Jesus is going to make for us. And he's going to make that one eternal sacrifice, which he did. He's done that for us and all our sins are forgiven and each time we go to him in prayer we are we are washed with his blood we are cleansed because we should be asking for forgiveness every time we go to god in prayer because even if we didn't mean to we may have sinned you know it's kind of that's kind of a thing where we're studying job recently in our uh, bible class at at church and uh, that's one thing to think about is we should be asking for forgiveness what if we? Uh, sinned in some manner that we're ignorant of and we we didn't mean to. We didn't know we were sinning. There's even that. But uh, I don't think that truly counts as much because true sin to me, the way I look at true sin, true sin is when we know not to do something or we know to do something and we either do what we shouldn't do or we don't do what we should do. True sin is when you know and you still do incorrectly. I think that's the best way I can say that. Anyway, all these offerings are kind of a precursor to what Jesus has done for us. So just wanted to think on that and mention that. And I've probably gone on too long, but uh, thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.